What's that book you got there? Oh, I'm uh, I'm reading Brian Michael Stoller's Filmmaking for Dummies. Oh. Chapter one, find your fetish. <laughs> I, Brian Michael Stoller, prefer to inflate and deflate people. If you have a fetish for your movie, it'll draw the audience in and make them wonder, why the fuck am I watching this? Hi, welcome to Rough Cuts. They're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. The book must never get into the hands of the evil one. Let's see what this magic can do. Hand over the book. I'm not gonna be bullied anymore. Rough cuts, everybody. We watched. Uh, oh, we I'm your host. All right, all right, all right. I'm I'm your host, Billy. <laughs> this is my co-host, Boyks. You picked bad movies. I picked good movies. <laughs> That's what we're determining. <laughs> I picked the best movies. I... Although this, honestly, this was a joint effort. I I picked a Brian Michael Stoller movie by accident, and then we saw related movies and saw this and. This is a this oh. is a treat. Oh man, this is a, this is a treat. Like fuck the room. This might oh, be man. my favorite unintentionally funny movie. Was it that high for you? I was it's, dying. I mean, it's up there. Don't get me wrong. This thing is this thing's. It's magical. Magical. Oh. I. They did not mean like ninety percent of what was funny in this film, and it works so well. It's I, pure comedy gold. There's some moments where you're not sure if they're in on the joke, but also having seen the Santa stole our dog, which is unintentionally bad. I don't think they meant any of this. Yeah, this seems like an accident. No, this is a fuck up that somehow worked. Yeah, I. This is the amazing Wizard oh, of Paws. The, the poster for this makes it look like a, a Harry Potter movie. Well, and see, that's where I was smart enough to yeah. go, like, you should read it, because I don't think that it's actually... They'll just use the, ty- the typesetting. They're not going to have it to do anything to do with fucking Harry Potter, because that's what, like, same with, uh, oh god, like the Molly one. Molly Moon, yeah. Yes, any movie that has magic in it at all now tries to use the Harry Potter typeset, because they just want to do that for their cover and try and trick grandmas into buying the movie. That's all that is. That's just marketing, baby. No, this movie stands up on its own. <laughs> after after chapter one about getting your fetish into the film, chapter two of filmmaking for dummies is to just market, copy, whatever's Marketing, popular. marketing, yeah. marketing. Make yeah, sure you yeah. put your book inside of your movie so that people and will search for it. Not only his book, but his other movies. 
Yes. Oh, yeah, he does do that. Too, he did all of he? his other films. They even went to a theater to show his films at the theater. And everybody was excited by his movies. They yeah. were so they were so entranced by the the intricate web that Brian Michael Stoller had weaved for them. I the easiest thing to to compare this to is the room for me, but I think it's actually closer to what you were saying, which is a Neil Breen movie. Yes. Yeah. It's it, it's it closer to very, just somebody yeah. who's so full of themselves and just wants to make something and they're fully wholehearted about that. And it seems like it, yeah. Yeah. I like I'm not a hundred percent I don't know. I really I'm having trouble parsing out how much this guy knows he's a hack and how much he doesn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> Well, I you mean, linked you linked me stuff from Silly Movie Two. Yeah, I don't uh, think they Ms. made a Cast Silly Movie One, by the way. Yeah, Miss Miss Cas Castaway and the Island Girls, aka Silly Movie Two, and that one has jokes in it, and it's just funny. Like honestly, that scene that you showed me is just that's just good comedy, and I, it's set up as comedy, like. Yeah, with special guest star, his good friend, friend. Michael, Jackson, Michael Jackson, who he was friends with for 20 years until his passing. How? I read that. I know how. Uh, he did a, a Pepsi commercial spoof of Michael Jackson, and then Michael Jackson contacted him and was like, hey, you want to come to my ranch? <laughs> so he had, to, he had to ask somebody to confirm that it was actually Michael Jackson, and then he just showed up at his ranch and was like, we're friends now. Huh. They were planning to direct I... a movie together. I That would have been amazing. <laughs> Honestly. God, I okay, I need to use rickety rhyme, let's go back in time. <laughs> let's to go save, save, Michael, save Jackson. Michael Jackson. And have yeah. this movie. Well, maybe not. Maybe that's a bad idea. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, well, Changing the timeline only changes one thing in the timeline. As we all know, there's no butterfly effect to time Well, travel. and with a time delay, though, Boyk, sometimes there's a time delay. There's a butterfly effect. His mom, his mom didn't remember everything else, and there was no foreclosure. Mm -hmm. Okay, we need to get into the movie. We, we, we're jumping this way ahead. fucking weird. <laughs> it's... That's <laughs> one way to put it, yeah. Oh, uh, um, yeah, I, I, you, where do you, you start? start? I don't, you start. I'm not doing <laughs> so. The movie opens on his dad, uh, this small child's dad driving home and calling them and going, oh, No, don't worry, buddy. I'll make sure I make it there for your birthday. I mean, I'm only two weeks from retirement, so I'll, I'll definitely be home on time. Anyways, let me talk to my now recently pregnant wife while I'm on the <laughs> while I'm driving yep. this car on the phone. I certainly will not die. I love living and not dying. It's living. the best. And then she's like, "Hey, tomorrow you're going to win salesman of the year, right? Wow, we should Absolutely. celebrate that with your son's birthday at the same time." We can't get Timmy to go off to wizard school otherwise if that bastard's in the way. Yes, salesman of the year! God, they're death flagging this guy real bad. Oh my god, okay. Sure. you be home in time for my birthday? Yeah, 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 they're gonna honor me for all of my work just before I retire. 
Oh no! Smash! I can't believe the dad got in a car accident like that. Wow. Right after all of those conversations? Wild. Yeah, while driving at night on a a two-lane highway on the phone, distracted. (laughs) It's the most death flagging of death flags I've ever seen anybody throw. I did call the death flag, but it was also really obvious. It was, you yeah, you can't say that you called the death. You were like, oh man, how do I know all these movies? I'm like, you can't take credit for this one. (laughs) Come on. But but what I did take credit for was calling Obi-Wan would show up. Okay, but you didn't even mean that one. <laughs> That's the best part. Because <laughs> in the meantime, as the dad is crashing his car on a coastal highway, a Jeff Warlock's grandfather from Spooky Buddies has popped into this movie and is fighting a Obi-Wan for a magical book. And he Obi-Wan disappears himself into the book i guess or with or the something book. they sure. the book and him just fade away and you go oh obi-wan was killed by chief warlock here and then he shows up only as a hologram like a fucking forced ghost for the rest of the movie you <laughs> goddamn psychopath like how are you such a psychic how do you manage this how do you tap into their flow well i read filmmaking for dummies oh, i know obi-wan. it says right there you turn your character into obi-wan I, I read it. It was in the show. Always, yeah. All right, so we got Obi Wan and wait, that's is... Snape. <laughs> yeah, is that Snape or is that um? Oh God, the the spooky buddies wizard, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff Warlock. Yeah, is that Jeff Warlock's father? Oh my God, it might be. 20 minutes later. I don't know. Oh my god, it's Obi-Wan! It, oh my, you called that he was Obi-Wan. <laughs> Hello, boy. You know the worst part? You said that this man was Obi-Wan <laughs> when he first showed up, and now he's a hologram, and I kind of hate you. And how do you know my name? <laughs> yeah, there's also a dog. That's watching the wizard duel in the woods. And then it it transitions oh. to modern day in a way that you would never notice the difference. It's such a cool after effects uh, that they spent five seconds on. <laughs> so what oh. they did is, uh, like, I can tell you exactly what this was. They, they like, fuzzy cut around the dog. The worst part is they, they like, alt-select the dog on, like, a green screen. To put it in these different scenes. Yeah. But when they select for the dog, they also just like, they're like, ooh, those edges are really sharp. How do we stop those edges from being so sharp? I know, we'll feather it. And so it's like blurry for like yeah. the first 20 pixels on all of the edges where they like just kind of blur the shit out of it to be like, no, 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 see, it's not sharp, so it's fine. And it's like, that's not... No, that, that doesn't make it look better. That's not a better effect, man. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this Photoshop JPEG-ass dog that's look. in the background watching them duel, and then the background fades to him watching the boy and being like, 
hey kid what you doing hey do you want to learn some magic yeah it's so good like it's a precursor to all the other photoshop effects they use in the movie because you can tell Mm. that they like just learned that photoshop has built-in filters what you, I don't know what you're talking about. Boy, there are other effects them. in this movie. I thought that was all magic, boys. They're going to use those filters. Uh, so, so the dog goes to present time, and the kid's like sitting there. He's like, "My dad's dead. I can't believe my dad died in a horrible car accident. It was not flagged at all." Oh, <laughs> and, and then the dog's like looking at him through the window. He's like, "Oh, was that a dog? What the hell? I should go out and pet that dog." I'm going to go pet that dog. So so he goes. It looks like backyard. a really big thing too when it goes through the window. Yeah. Like it's not that dog yeah. that's moving around back there. Well, so he goes to the backyard in his backyard uh, eight foot deep jacuzzi <laughs> pool oh size. God. It's right. Huge. I forgot about yeah. the big. Yep. Yes. Yeah. The big uh, pool. Uh, and he's looking at the dog, and the dog's looking at him. And then Chief Warlock shows up, hovering over the jacuzzi, and fucking drowns him in the jacuzzi. <laughs> For no reason! Just because... Why does he do that to this child? Why does Just he drown because... the kid in the jacuzzi? Also, yeah. the reason why it's over a jacuzzi oh, is so that they can bubble the water with the jacuzzi jets. So it looks like magic. The evil Chief yeah. Warlock... Yeah, and Chief yeah. Chief Warlock is also very obviously like a green like did, cut yeah. out like oh it's so bad oh, how blurred. Oh man! Have a safe life. Holy! <laughs> Are they gonna drown the child? I love you. Oh my god! Oh wow. Uh, I didn't expect wizard drowning in the first five minutes, to be fair. So the mom revives the kid and and takes him to a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not a hospital. No. <laughs> and the psychiatrist is doing magic tricks, like disappearing a quarter or something uh, uh, under a handkerchief. Oh. Wow. And and he comes up to the mom. He's like, oh, uh, uh, I think he's okay. And she's like, yeah, he just got a little water in his lungs. He just inhaled a lot of water. So I need to know what's wrong with him. And he's like, oh, uh, he's got agoraphobia from his dad dying and almost drowning in the pool afterwards. Uh, and he's very anxious around people now. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much, amazing, amazing Tim. I'm glad that we came to you for psychiatric advice. He's <laughs> just, just showing off his amateur magic act to this child the whole time. What? What? You know, therapy. Yeah. So they go home, and then the dog rings the doorbell. No fake dog paw. Very upset at that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go to the door, like, oh, look, it's a dog. Uh, you're not uh, a coyote that tried to drown my son at all. You're just a oh, dog. yeah, they thought that there was a coyote that tried, tried to, to drown, drown the kid. I forgot about that. Jacuzzi. They go, like, what? well, what happened? How did he fall into the jacuzzi and start getting drowned? And they're like, I don't know, probably a coyote did it. A coyote held his head underwater. <laughs> like, what? 
Maybe it was a coyote. They've been seeing a lot in the neighborhood lately. Yeah. So so they take the dog in and they start putting up lost posters, which only has their phone number, which is important. So so Chief Warlock finds the lost dog poster and goes to a phone book and looks at every list until he finds the right number alphabetically. Can I just mention, I just want to say, so we're calling him Chief Warlock. The reason yeah. why is this man is in, like, the shittiest possible ro- black robes with, like, yeah. a goatee because he's the evil wizard and... Like long raven black hair. He has blue Goth and makeup. black. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say he has blue and black fingernails and like eyeliner. It's yeah. You know, <laughs> He's but but he, he looked up their address in a phone book based on their phone number. He obsessively went through and checked all the phone numbers to find an address, which yeah. that takes some dedication. So so he shows up at their door. He's like, Hey, I want I'm here for my dog. And the mom answers, like, oh, okay. I mean, my son's kind of attached to that dog now, though, so I don't know if I want to give him up at, at all, even though I put up the sign that said I'm going to give this dog back. Uh, do you have any proof that it's your dog? I want my dog. Oh, uh, how did you get this address anyway? I just left a phone number. That's fucking weird. Oh, my God! <laughs> and yeah, then she it's goes, wait, warlock. how did you find it out? And... She turns on a dime because she's like, that's weird. How did you get to my house from the phone? Number? Oh, I got 911. And she's just like screaming and racing yeah. into the house, slamming the door. Like she loses her shit instantly. She 180s so fucking hard. And it was like, yeah. whoa, lady. Okay. I mean, yes, this is a little creepy, but holy shit. <laughs> yeah. So, so Jeef's about to get the key, which is on the dog's collar. Mm-hmm. Which Jeef was trying to get earlier from Obi Wan uh, with the book. Well, he was trying to get the book. He wasn't trying to get the key. The key just nah. Because he I was chasing the book man, and now suddenly he's after a key instead. He wants the key instead. Yeah, I don't. Whatever. It's Jeef. I'm it not going to question sense what because this movie do. does not understand what it's doing. But Jeef like reaches for the key, and right as he's about to grab the key on the dog's collar. The police sirens go off, and Chief's like, well, "I don't want to go to jail." No, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he just melts his way through leaves. the door. He like yeah. Photoshop. He after effects just fades yeah. into existence inside of the house, the and yeah. then he's like, "Oh no!" But the police, yeah. I guess. I guess, yeah. So, so then the family's like, "Well, that was fucking weird." Anyway, anyway. <laughs> This, this Let's just forget is, about that forever. Anyway, kid, it's now your service dog for your anxiety, so you have to take him everywhere. Yeah, all of a sudden, it's the not, dog. It's not a service, service trained dog. They, nope. I don't. That's not how that works. Unless, unless you're trying not. to. Well, unless you're trying to take your emotional support emu on a plane, then you get a service animal vest for it on eBay or, or Amazon. But, like, <laughs> come on. Yes. So yeah. So now he has the dog as his service animal. So he has to go and see the cameo where we can make sure that we have the fetish start mm. popping up here. Got to make sure to get your fetish in. Yeah. And he goes to a local diner. 
question mark? Like a and 50s sees, diner? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Tiny, played by Tiny Lister, who's just playing himself after he lost his job at the WWE and has to work as a <laughs> cashier yep. at this 50s diner in small town America. And Tiny's a fucking bastard. <laughs> Holy shit. Tiny hates dogs. That's the one thing I know about Tiny. No dogs allowed. What's the matter with you, kid? Get that dog out of here, man. He throws this child out. The kid's like, well, but he's my service animal. And he's got, like, a service animal vest and stuff. And Tiny just is having none of this shit. He comes in off the top rope and tries to <laughs> just... <laughs> like the he's... dog out. Yeah, he's... <sighs> Take it outside! <laughs> it's so good because the manager comes by after that scene. He's like, Tiny, if you do that again, I'm gonna fire you. Do that again and you're fired. <laughs> Do what again? Throw a kid out of your fucking restaurant for having a service animal? How often does Tiny do this? I mean, you'd think that once would be enough to earn a firing, actually. Yeah, and that that's not technically the scene where the fetish comes in, but it sets up the fetish for it, later. It sets it up. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, I would say that it is the scene that sets up the fetish, that is the fetish, because Tiny... Is actually a very large man for being. He's a very tall man. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like a like a joke or something. Yeah. I think that he's just very into things that are pretty big too. Uh, Tiny's real big. You see, Mm, he's a big guy. When I was a kid, if someone brandished a shrink gun, he'd get a little bit of respect. Back off! I'll make you teensy. Yeah, but the kid gets. (laughs) That's that's it. You know that I'm not. That's the joke. Yeah. But the kid gets thrown out of the restaurant, so he's walking around, and then he looks up in the sky, and there's a a butterfly. So the kid goes, is this a bird? And holds up his hand like the meme. The butterfly lands on his hands, and it turns into a $20 bill. And now he's like, and then I found $20, and now the story's way more interesting. (laughs) And I don't know what the fuck that was about, but... It was because then he goes to the bookstore down the street with his $20, and finds oh, yeah. the and finds the book that the Obi Wan had in the beginning, the, and as all of the yeah. people in the store stare at him with wide eyes and like just watch him the whole time in the most creepy fucking way possible, and like direct him to that book, and it's like, how much is this book? Oh, you have twenty dollars that you magically found from a butterfly. That book is twenty dollars, child. Give us and the, the kids $20. Like, wow. And here That's all exactly three people behind him I go, have. yes, the twenty dollars. And he goes, Huh, this seems like a normal bookstore. Let me give you this normal twenty dollars I just found. Anyways, goodbye. <laughs> and leaves. Twenty dollars. That's exactly how much I have. The book, by the way, is a bedazzled Necronomicon. <laughs> oh my god. It's Mm-hmm. It's so bad. It has, it's the it's worst full of dollar I've store ever, gems. Ever seen. It's mm-hmm. so fucking bad. And they keep zooming in on it and being like, look how cool this prop looks. It has a really good CGI lock that when they put the key against it, it wiggles around a bunch because they couldn't figure out how to center it in one spot. I I can't believe I'm saying this, but Doggy B has a better Dogronomicon. I can believe you're saying that. Doggy be whipped. (laughs) Doggy be has a fucking dope as shit dog Rodomicon, and this book is nothing like it. Oh. (laughs) 
I, this now, is... on a scale of dogonomicons, this is on the low end, because Spooky <laughs> Buddies had a pretty good one, too. I can't believe we have a list of dog necronomicons movies. Yeah, yeah, this is on the low end of that, but it's on the high end of everything else, to be fair. Oh my god, so, so the kid's leaving the bookstore, and there's a, a suit of armor outside, and by a suit of armor, I mean they went to a Halloween store like a spirit halloween and bought mm -hmm. the cheapest looking shittiest looking armor like suit and they the could find. shittiest looking plastic axe they could find yep and and the suit of armor starts following him down the street which the kid does not notice for multiple blocks mm -hmm. and then as he's turning the corner to a place where it's free to shoot <laughs> <laughs> wrong <laughs> yeah that then mm -hmm. the the armor guy starts chasing him so they run through a tunnel where it's free to shoot and then <laughs> the, the armor just like falls into pieces by it, magic or something the pieces because everyone knows that tunnels stop armor yeah like sure that's the end of that scene I I don't I don't know what that was about, but it was like a horror slasher scene. The for like filmmaker a also does not know what it's about. I mean, they did like the horror thing thing too earlier, where they had the dog outside, and he's like, "What's that moving through the window?" Like they've done a few mm -hmm. horror shots, and it for some reason I don't know why. the The kid goes back home, yeah, with his book, and and what happens with the book? How do how do they how do they move forward with this bedazzled Necronomicon? Well, he he's sitting there and he's like, "Huh, it has a key, a key. Hmm, where have I seen a key? There's a lock with a key. Uh, huh, yeah. Lock and a key. Hmm. And the dog's sitting there right behind him with a key collar, just staring at him, going like, "Dude, like, <laughs> come on." And he grabs the key and the CGI lock wiggles into place to fit the key and bursts into After Effects so that they can open up the book. And yeah, then he is just flipping through it and the dog starts talking to him because he's been chosen as a, as a wizard. It's his, it was his fate, you see. It's almost like... Catching a butterfly that turns into $20 and then you immediately go to a bookstore where everybody directs you to a book that's worth exactly $20 and then a suit of armor chases you and all the bookstore people are like, pick the book in the same yep. intonations. Maybe is actually a sign of a thing. It, I'm feeling like this is very uh, demonic, actually, in some way. I don't, hmm, weird. Uh, yeah, uh, and as, well, they as actually the kid... get into that because the evil guy's powers are also derived from the book. It's a yin and yang mm -hmm. thing. You have to seal mm -hmm. away all of magic for all time so that good and evil can't use it. You see, which is bad because good should use evil magic. That's the the lore, I think. Of well, the movie. no, boy. See, the dog says specifically that magic can't be used to save them from their house being foreclosed on. Oh, by the way, their house. Oh, being yeah, that's part of it. Uh, also, and that it can't be used to travel through time and save his dad specifically. It specifically ever. cannot do either of those two things. It's never, yeah. ever, ever allowed. You cannot if, use time magic. If your magic. dad's dead and your house is foreclosing, 
Magic cannot do not do magic. Yes, magic cannot do that at all. Never ever think about that. But if I have all these powers, why can't I stop the foreclosure on the house? God, this is also going totally. He's gonna be like, I don't need the dog anymore because I'm cured. So it's it's like anybody that needs a support dog's a loser. By magic, why can't I stop our house from being sold and our dad from being dead? Magic doesn't solve problems. And what does it do? Anyways, magic can portal you anywhere in the universe that you want to go. So you could totally just like, I don't know, rob a bank vault and save your house. But you can't, you see, because, <laughs> because you can't. Because that would do mm -hmm. a thing. That would be bad. The yeah. way that we learn that the house yeah. is being foreclosed on too is amazing. It is a 10 second scene of the mom coming home and there's a printed out white piece of paper taped to her door that says house foreclosure soon, final sale. Sure. <laughs> like, That's yeah. the first time she learned of it too, oddly enough. <laughs> right? Yeah. <It's> just... <laughs> yeah. so... Your dad died and your house is being sold. Oh, Good thing you don't have magic, kid. And even if you did, it wouldn't fucking work. <laughs> oh, God. Even right. before he picks up the magic book, there is a setup, too, where he's like, yeah. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to learn magic because that'll mean that I won't be bullied at school. So he learns a whole bunch of illusion tricks, except that he's really fucking bad at them and just drops all the yep. tricks every time he starts performing them. And so he gets really bullied at school Mega for bullied. some reason yeah, like i don't know weird. why <laughs> like magic yeah. is really cool everybody loves magicians <laughs> oh, man. So, so an obi-wan hologram comes out of the book of christian writings written yes. by a printer yeah. press from the 1600s oh that's been bedazzled and mm. obi-wan is like you're chosen you have magic and you will use it for good and not evil. I believe in you, child, who will not do evil things with your magic. And the kid's like, this is amazing. And then the magic wizard poster on the wall, like, winks at him and does a little eye wiggle. Oh, so you know that magic is happening. I forgot about that, that he just goes like, oh man, magic is real. And then it just shows the poster on the wall wiggle, and then it cuts, and that's the end of that scene. <laughs> they photoshopped that poster to wiggle. Yeah, it looks they, good. They, like, smudge-tooled that. It's just incredible. It's just a smear. Like, they just pull the poster. Yeah. Do you remember what the kid uses magic on first? Like, when he's when he's trying it out for fun? I don't. Alright, so the mailman oh, is no, delivering yeah, mail yeah. in a nearby yes. house. Well, first of all, first he removes his mother's quiche from the oven and ruins yes. it as a joke. Yeah. And gaslights her about and it. And then gaslights her about it. And because then... she she's like, wait, where I put that quiche in the oven? He's like, guess you're just real fucking stupid. Sorry you wrecked dinner, mom. And then he just Bye. leaves. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then the mailman shows up and delivers mail in the mailbox, and he throws it all out of the mailbox on the ground, and the mailman's like, not my fucking problem. <laughs> put it in the mailbox, not my fault what happens to it afterwards. And, Fuck and, this shit. And then bullies are bullying him at school, and he teleports behind them, and he's like, nothing personnel, kid, and traps them in the mime, mime world. Yeah, I know, like, Jesus Christ. He goes instantly as evil as possible. And he leaves these children to die in the mime dimension. We never see them again. No. 
starves to death in there. They have to. They can't leave. <laughs> oh, man. What a film. This is like 20 minutes in. <laughs> There's so much. And There's a so lot little. that happens real fast, but also so little that happens so fast because none of this matters. Oh, man. So then they go to the movie theater where all the movies that the director has made are shown mm-hmm. and only those films. So the movie they go see is The Amazing Wizard of Paws, and the intro starts with Obi-Wan and <laughs> fighting in the woods. We're not joking. This is actually just, this is, this is literally what they do. They do watch the movie of the movie. They space balls the shit out of this. The recursion the film and start it over again. But we're watching And when they it show the, the cheap, theater. shitty, like, magic effects where they're shooting, like, oh. after effects lightning at each other, the audience goes like whoa and jumps with it every time because it's so enthralling it's so fucking good it's so good and then and then jeef like turns on on the screen and looks at the audience and the audience like whoa jeef is almost in 3d it's like he's really here and then jeef shows up and coming out of the film and he's really there and they're like whoa it's like he's in 3d and he's really here then he starts shooting them with magic and blowing up chairs and starting to go, wow, it's almost fire. like the movie is actually shooting at us and blowing up chairs and lighting things on fire. Incredible. Yeah, and then they're like, <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, oh my god. We're supposed to be scared. And you hear a lot of audience members going, ah, oh, oh no. no. Ah, oh, I think a, a warlock oh. has come out of the screen and is attacking. Run, ah. Oh, he's using <laughs> magic on them. And then he's going to use magic on me. On me? Oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah. <laughs> the delivery yeah. of these lines are. It's some stellar. shit. It's, it's some it's, shit. It's like, honestly, perfection. Oh, I don't think that they intended that at all, but it really is that bad. Uh, so Jeef locks the kid in the theater by locking the door that he's trying to exit through mm-hmm. that hallway. And then Jeef and the kid get in a battle of magic. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Where mm-hmm. he... So there is a recurring superhero that they created for this movie. I've got to wonder if that's from one of his other films. It's it got to be, be, right? Like it, it has, has to, be. to be. He has to have made some shitty superhero movie. Or Everything in this somewhere. movie is just so self-referential and, and absorbed. It's all the Stollerverse. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't realize there was a Stollerverse, but there's a Stollerverse, and we're going to have to explore it more because there's... He's got more dog movies, man. He's got more. Anyways, he... It's this... Magneto knockoff-looking motherfucker who's in purple armor with a yellow cape. It's you just, know who it looks like? It looks like Bible Man. You know what it looks like? It looks like this doodle that I used to do in, like, fifth grade <laughs> while I was bored in class. It yeah, is some true. unbelievably shitty art. And so he rips the armor off of the, like, cardboard cutout. It really does look like Bible Man, yes. Yeah. But it 
he rips the cardboard cutout's armor off in a way, and it like floats at him magically, and then he's covered in the superhero the cardboard armor, cardboard yeah. armor. But then he doesn't use it because Jeef shoots like fireballs at him, but they're actually bullets because they're leaving like big bullet holes in the wall behind yeah. him. And he's matrix dodging them. Like this little kid is doing like a, a Neo around all of the bullets. It feels like I was high or something though. Cause I kept cutting back to the cardboard cutout and the cardboard cutouts on just, you can use your magic to shoot him with, with bullets and fireballs, use your magic. And they keep cutting back to him with this shitty cardboard armor. He's like, yeah, I'll use my magic. <laughs> yeah there was like, something things in the, the background he was talking and i'm like what is happening it's it's wild so the chief gets oh god what does he do to stop chief here then again he like i think he, he just like shoots him i thought that he just shot him and like teleported yeah. him away yeah and like then, he just shot and at him he and he leaves. falls into a bunch of boxes well and the the way that he leaves though is so good because it's just push doors and he's knocked Jeef Warlock out. Jeef Warlock is yep. collapsed in a bunch of boxes and he turns and he magics his arms way open going his arms wide and his head back and light explodes from his eyes and the doors gently open. Yeah. It's like, you push it's a push door. You could just, yeah. just fucking leave. walked out. <laughs> He could have just pushed on the door and left. It wasn't, like, held shut. Yeah. There was no lock. It's just... Now, there was this battle scene, but the kid's not done being evil with magic yet. So he goes oh, back hell no. to the restaurant to get revenge Now no one on can stop Heidi. him. Yeah, he needs Jeef, revenge. Jeef tried to stop him, but nobody can now. I think Jeef might be the good guy. Jeef is absolutely the good guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... So the kid goes back to the restaurant and Tiny's there again being like, hey, get your fucking dog out of my restaurant. And if the manager sees this again, he said he's going to fire me. <laughs> I'm so, not allowed so to do this, so get the fuck out fast because my manager is going to come back and I need to abuse this child who has a service dog very, very quickly. Yeah, so yeah. Tiny is speed running abusing this child. It's so bad. And then... Now the fetish happens. <laughs> yeah, it does. So in, in Santa Store... Describe it for me. In Santa Store Dog, A Dog on Adventure, there's a very uh, tiny elf with big yeah. boobs. Yeah, she's and, really tiny. And she keeps showing up How in scenes she? because she's very small and yeah. and the director oh, gets really off small. on the fact that she's small. It's so in this movie, small. Uh, the kid yeah. makes Tiny tiny, and then Tiny's yeah, how tiny like, "Does he make him? Describe oh no, how I'm tiny. so I'm so small and tiny now. Oh, Look God, how tiny man. I am. You're really tiny. Yeah, you're super tiny. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yep. Keep and, going. and then the kid's like, "I got you now. Now you're gonna get crushed by someone walking by, or a rat's gonna eat you. Get fucked, Tiny. You're gonna die Dying a horrible slower. death. I'm the hero." <laughs> And, so and then the, the manager, manager comes, comes in and goes, I'm yeah. going to fire you! You're fucking fired! Get out of here! And he's like three inches tall on the... It's Mr. Tiny. Oh, God, no! His fetish again! Not no, again. Boyks, God, I don't... Not again! Not again, boyks. His tiny fetish! <laughs> What you do to me, man? What y'all do? Hey, hey, you don't know. Hey, hey, on the house, you have a milk 
mentioned anything about him being small. It's just you're fired for for yelling at that kid again. And being four inches tall. No, no, he was fine with that. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, he, why is he this also... guy so obsessed with... Okay, no, I know why, never mind. No, it's because yeah. it's his fetish. It's a, yes. Yeah, it, there, there's literally only one explanation. Especially after Santa stole our dog, because, oh my god, that was... Oh, he got, yeah, it's it was bad in that one. Wasn't she in adult films? Like, wasn't she, that she what was? She was an AV actress, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and she's yeah. very small. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he does, like, the... He likes doing the high-pitched, squeaky voice, mm -hmm. too. He makes sure that... That gets him know. off, too. Yep. Oh, yep. God. But... Hey, let's move on! So, yeah, next scene. <laughs> he did another movie, though, about, like returning the president's dog and i don't see how you could fit the fetish in on that film but i guess just wait well we're gonna watch it <laughs> next time on Rough so our kid's not done doing crimes though because he goes to school and does a magic show outside and he plucks a helicopter with human beings inside of it making it tiny which is not a fetish <laughs> no killing everybody inside by by crushing them and immediately he goes Oh shit, I fucked up. There's people inside of this, right? They they're still in there. Hey, uh Tom, you over there. You can hold this. Enjoy. Here's a present for you. It's a toy. It's definitely not evidence of my crimes. See you later. <laughs> if anybody asks who killed those pilots, don't say me. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was definitely not me. Don't worry about it. Right. Okay, so but the movie hasn't moved along yet. This kid's just been doing evil. No, he just does a lot so, of evil magic. Yeah. So, in order to move the film along, they cut to the kid watching television, and it's a very specific show. Uh and it was very confusing and weird. And there's some song about like don't want to be a frog no more. <laughs> it's like this CGI nightmare drug-infused frog scene. This was my favorite scene in this movie because this this fucking killed me. It hard cut from him killing some pilots in a helicopter to just this drug scene of I what? It's just a very very badly drawn and animated frog that is the entirety of the television screen. So that you cannot help but look at how fucking ugly that frog is. Because it is god awful. It is one of the worst animations I've ever seen of anything. And it it's just sings baffling. just this little song. And he sits there and claps along with the song watching it all happy. If this was a thing that you could watch for kids, it would be for like three year olds. And it would mm -hmm. also be titled something like Elsa and Shrek go to a tea party together <laughs> and be on YouTube. Because yeah, that's what sure. this shit looks like. It looks for like... Sure. And then, like, you'll have Mickey Mouse be dismembered in the very next scene. But he's just, like, enthralled with this. He's, like, 14. He should not be... I, like, it's just... None of this makes yeah. any sense. It doesn't fit the kid. It doesn't fit the movie. The mom comes Maybe. in and just sees him and she's just like, oh, you're, uh... Hi, watching that frog thing again. All right. Well, you just enjoy that. Don't want to be a frog. No uh. Uh. <laughs> what are you doing, Ozzy? 
expecting someone? Uh... <laughs> Are we just gonna... <laughs> We're just gonna go past... We're just gonna brush over that, huh? <laughs> It's like the kids watching Wonder Shows in. Yeah, yeah, it's just That's what it is. Almost. That's what it is. Yeah, and, and so a commercial comes up, and the kid's <sighs> sitting there watching the show. He's like, wow, I'm never going to be able to help my mom with the house foreclosure because it costs money, and my dad's dead still. And then the, the commercial shows up. It's like, hey, want to win a million dollars? Join our talent show, kid who just was in a talent show for his school. You too can win this million dollar talent show. What if you do magic? Wink, 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 magic, magic, magician, magic. Join the show and new. Golly gee, that oh, sure is probable yeah. and helpful That's for my exact circumstance right now at this exact moment. To show up in Las Vegas on this day at this time, it's easy. Great. Yeah. So. So he goes to Las Vegas without telling his mom. Like well, because he things. has a portal in his closet. Oh yeah, he's, he opened. He a thought about putting this... it in the toilet, but it would have been a that's portal potty, and that's silly. Plus, like if you poop, where would it go? <laughs> this has more in common. I'm starting to realize that this has more in common with Harry Potter than we maybe gave it credit for. <laughs> Is it just fart noises? Ma yeah. Magicking away your shit is uh, a time-honored tradition for wizards. So he goes to the uh, talent show in Las Vegas. Jeef shows up at the talent show because he knows that he's going to be there because there's a million dollars at stake. And he knows about the foreclosure. You thought that he defeated Jeef, but no, of course not. I... Yep. Jeef just shows up every like 25 minutes and then exits the film promptly every time. <laughs> he just leaves. He never comes back after. Oh god, it's yeah. So the kids like we got to get rid of Jeef just long enough so I can do the talent show uh uh audition. I it's have like, oh, an right, idea. there's a dark lord that I'm supposed to be stopping this whole time. Anyways, on to the talent show. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention the dog's name is Ozzy, but his real his his true name his wizard it's, name, yes. His forsophrases, mm -hmm, as, mm -hmm. as told in the prophecies. Well, it was given to him by Zasaphosphorus. The Zasphorus, yeah. Which is that? Oh, is that okay? Yeah, yeah. That's Sorry. their that's their demon names. Yeah. Yes, the Zasphorus. <laughs> so, so he looks at the dog Ozzy. He's like, names. I have a great idea. I know how to get rid of Jeef. Let's go. So then he just stands up and runs into an empty convention center, which is free to shoot at during off-season. And, and in the entryway of the convention center, he's like, I got you now, Jeef. You're gone. Magic! Jeef uh, just shoots him in the chest with a fireball and kills him instantly. He's fucking dead. And he's dead. He's super fucking dead. Thank God. Jeef finally, finally ended this menace. This kid that's been killing helicopter pirate pilots and shrinking down WWE stars. He sent those bullies to the mime dimension. Right? And Jeef has finally finished him for good. Anyways, then a bunch of, like, JPEGs and GIFs alternating of the <laughs> child poke up all over the place. One of them is in the... So, 
it's supposed to be that he's do, done a duplication of himself. He's gone all Dragon yeah. Ball Z and used like the multi-form technique. And he has all of these different copies of himself there. But only some of them can actually move. Because one of them is him running across the convention center. But it's in and it's right in the middle of the frame. So they knew that it looked really good to, for them to keep it there. But it's frozen. So like it's just a JPEG and it's blurry as shit because they took it on like a camera that wasn't fast enough. Like the shutter speed and stuff was way too I, slow to actually capture it. So he's blurred out. Like I, I want to point out that the, the uh, director of this film, who's also the author of Filmmaking for Dummies, also wrote a book about making movies on a cell phone, which I could not tell at all. Yeah, but so Chief murders like 20 of the kids uh, in cold blood with fireballs. And he's like, wait a minute. I'm tired of this. And then he just leaves. I'm going to leave. I'm out of this part of the film. Yeah, he glances at all of the different kids and then turns and walks out of the convention center. And he's gone from the movie for another 20 minutes. (laughs) So the kid does his audition and it's the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Because he comes out, and the judges are all talking to each other, like, oh, it's a fucking kid, he's doing magic. Oh, fucking oh Jesus Christ, it's a magician. Jesus fuck, he's gonna do goddamn magic. Magic, who wants magic? And then the kid does his, his tricks, and the judges are like, is that all you got? That's your magic, <laughs> yep. Fucking great. So, so like, the kid's, like, making shit disappear, and he made his dog disappear and then he hovers and you're like oh hovering yeah i've seen that shit before oh but yeah. then he inflates his dog and the judges go oh my god oh yeah like oh yeah, is that can bigger you do, can you make bigger? them bigger there, oh my god can you show us that harvey, again harvey birdman attorney of law that's really perverted about size right like yes that's yeah that's yes yes uh, also, I think it's really funny that he made an elephant appear. Like, oh, an elephant. I've seen that before. Pretty boring. Yeah, the one guy goes like, yeah, I've seen that trick before. It's like... However, we have seen this one before. Ha- have? You you yeah. have? <laughs> so, that so that af- thing? After the kid does the fetish of making the dog bigger. Yeah. Then they're uh, all impressed. Then the judges are impressed. And they're like, okay, okay, mm-hmm. let's let him in. Let's let him in. And then one of the judges turns to another one. He's like, hey. This is the last fucking magician we let on this show. No more fucking magician. This is bullshit. <laughs> fucking stupid ass stage magic bullshit. Uh, that's the only magician we're gonna let in. This is one of those things where, like, okay, does the movie actually know what it's doing? Because, like, this it's the funniest shit that it's literally close up magic as the <sighs> thing, and it's making fun of it. And so you're like, do they do they understand how dumb this is? And I I no, don't know. I don't I'm not so. sure. I don't think so. But but the director also made a movie that's a spoof film starring Michael Jackson as like a hologram that talks about destroying Noah's Ark or something. I don't fucking know. Who knows? Good evening, Agent Mike. <laughs> the Ark will sail for forty days and forty nights. You must stop it. But why? It's our only way off the island. You have to stop it, Mike. If the Ark sails, it will trigger the most terrible, horrific storm, the perfect storm, if you will. History shall repeat itself unless you, unless you, Mike, can prevent it. 
The only way to stop this catastrophic event is to destroy the ark. Destroy the ark and you destroy the storm. Noah is being held against his will and the ark has been taken over by species that plans on surviving on the ark and taking over mankind once the storm ends. What species? The world is depending on you. I'm depending on you. I bought all your albums. God bless you. Uh, anyway, uh, the kid leaves and then goes to school the next day and gets on his school bus, but none of the other kids are there. And when he looks at the driver's seat... Dun, <gasps> dun, dun! It's Chief Warlock pulling a prank on him. I love that Chief is in, like, a full bus driver's uniform before he magically transforms back into his emo robes. It's really yeah. good. He's like, you thought I was a bus driver, but I'm Jeef! Yeah, so this JPEG of a bus is shaking in the air to show that they're having their wizard battle. And I do mean that literally. <laughs> like, they just yeah. take a cutout of a bus and just they fly the it bus. through the yeah. air. So, yep. so then Jeef angles the bus at a 45-degree angle while he's floating in air. And the kid, like, slides down towards the, the door at the back and is, like, holding on, about to fall off. And at this opportunity, Chief takes the key from the dog. Yes. Ozzy. And the kid falls out of the bus and opens up a hot air balloon and just floats back home safely like nothing happened, I guess. Whatever. Who gives a shit? And then he promptly forgets that Jeef exists and, and that like, the key was oh man, taken. I better go back to that yeah. talent show, the only thing that I care about. <laughs> and, but, but he missed the talent show because of Jeef's bus prank. Mm-hmm. So, so he's never going to get the million dollars and never save the foreclosure of the house. He's a total failure. And at this point, Ozzy's like, why don't you just go back in time so you can redo the thing and get a million dollars? Yeah. To which duh. we ask... Why doesn't he just go back in time and save his fucking dad? Well, he doesn't care about that. The kid's like, I want a million dollars. <laughs> Who gives That's a shit? Why? I want a million dollars. Fuck dad. I need, I, I need some goddamn money. <laughs> <laughs> dollar dollar bills, yo. What? This kid is so evil. <laughs> it doesn't no. ever occur to him. Not even, not even a little bit. It never... No. I can travel through time? Alright, well, I don't have a dead dad or anything that I could solve, so... <laughs> I could go back and kill Hitler as a baby, but no! God, million I, dollars. I wanted, really quickly, when... I can't remember exactly when this happened now. I'm trying to remember... When was the $50 coupon? That happened right after this. Okay, okay, uh, okay. Because Because he, he turns a toy... Oh, yeah, because it's, in, it's inside of the time stuff that it this, happens. In the time Yes, I stuff. remember. Yeah. I'm like, what did he use the $30 for? And I'm like, oh, right, no, I remember. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. No. Oh, my God, I forgot what he uses the money for. <laughs> Holy shit, okay. So they, they turn a, uh, a steam oh, train God. toy into a steam train, which can travel backwards in time by traveling literally backwards. You can only travel through time... If you do a funny rhyme. Yeah. Yeah. So so he says a rhyme like, uh, I want a million dollars. And if you don't, I'll holla holla. <laughs> they go backwards. That's the level of rhyme, yeah. <laughs> uh, but they go too far back in time and end up in CGI Jurassic Park free asset land. 
<laughs> so, so he's coming up with another line. Window. He's like, oh no, I fucked up. Guess we're going to have to buck up. Uh, up lines with up, right? And then it goes forward. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But it doesn't go forward enough. It goes to seven years ago in 2008 when absolutely nothing important happened in his life that was changing everything about his life and led to maybe a foreclosure of his house and disruption of his family. No, nothing like that could have happened seven years ago. What are you talking about? That wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Anyway, he well, whoa, okay. He did not find fifty dollars. Hold up. <laughs> what he found was a yeah. coupon from the universe that says coupon for fifty dollars, which he picks up and he goes, Wow, a coupon for fifty dollars. And then he hands it to the universe. And the universe gives him $50. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> he literally grabs a coupon that's yellow that says coupon for $50. And goes, wow, a coupon for $50. Turns it over and it becomes $50. Yep. So he, uh... <laughs> I... He, yeah, I don't know. He spends 20 of the 50 on some tendies from McDonald's. I guess <laughs> just buy some nuggies. And then as he's walking back to where they, they traveled in time to at the station or whatever, there's a drunk guy getting in a car and he's like, Hey, drunk guy getting in the car. Maybe you shouldn't get in that car and take a cab. And the guy's like, eh, the fuck do you know? Leave me alone, kid. I'm drunk driving here. I'm drunk driving. What are you doing? I'm trying to Hey, drive I'm drunk driving here. <laughs> Excuse me, are you sure you're okay to drive? That's what to you, kid. So the kid's like, what if I gave you $30 for a cab? Then would you take one? And the the guy's like, wow, $30. I can buy a cab with that. And he immediately breaks down and starts crying and is like, oh my god, someone actually cares. And and the kid's just like, can you get away from me? (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. uh, I gotta go back through time. Yep. And I absolutely have not changed anything substantial about the universe. No, no. So, so then they travel back forward in time to current year outside of Las Vegas next to a sign that says $1 million talent show this way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, he sh- and he shows up. He's like, I did it. I traveled back one day in time where before Chief Warlock did his prank. And now I can and win a million dollars. nothing else changed. Nothing else at all. You know, so he does the talent show and he sucks because he's been losing magic now that Chief has the key, which sucks magic from your soul. Yeah, now he can't do magic. Mm-hmm. Not because he just used it all traveling through literal time and space. No, he's but very because weak. Yeah. At this moment, just now, only now, Chief Warlock stopped him and stole all of his power. Yep, so as the judges are watching like, his magic act, yeah, and, and they're like, did we let a fucking magician on this show? What are Wait, we dude, doing? didn't we say no magicians? Fuck this yep. fucking... Yep, and, and he finishes his act, and it sucks. And yeah, he can't do a single trick. Though. One of the judges says the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard, and I'm going to let you talk about it, because it's so good. I was ready to make a joke about this while we were watching it, because she's like... You know, I'll tell you what I told told Jason Beaver, who's not uh, Justin Bieber at all. I'll tell you what I told Jason Beaver. You're like a bird, and I was like, 
and you just hit a window and then she goes and you just got shot out of the fucking sky and you exploded into feathers and fell to the ground and now you're a dead bird you're a dead awful bird you shitty fucking child you absolute moron you total fucking failure get the fuck out of my air force get the fuck out get the fuck out kid get out get the fuck out you dead bird <laughs> that's not an exaggeration and the, and the other judges sitting there staring at her like well, I think that's, uh, that might be a little hard, yeah, actually. That, you know, they're like, oh, I think we're done here for the day. Uh, thanks for well, the one, by. the one was looking at them like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> the one, the one, the one kind of understood. My sweet little magic man, I'm going to tell you what I told Jason Beaver when I saw him perform when he was just seven years old. I said, Jason, you are like a bird soaring through the air. Y you're the bird. Soaring high. And that bird has been shot, right. do you see? And it falls and it's just, it's feathers now. And it's just, it's flailing about all over the ground. It's really sad. It's not good. Okay, but you have wings, Bobby, use them. And never give up on your dreams. Your dreams, Bobby. Thank you, next. So, like, uh... the judges are going back to their limo. Because whatever. No, no, no. Together. Are they no, polycule? No. It might be a polycule. Uh, you said limo. I need to correct you on this. They were going back to their white van with no workings oh, on it. That, you don't remember. It was just a white van. They picked up like a rental van for like these Great. celebrity judges. Anyways. And the kid stops them as they're getting in. He's like, hey, come on. I want to be on the show. Oh, I want to make man, a million I really dollars. A I really like money. And they're like, hey, kid, I said you're a fucking dead bird. Leave me the fuck alone. I'll call security <laughs> and they'll beat your ass. He's like, okay, but before you punch me in the face, let me do some magic. And, and he does, like, uh, he makes his dog look like a werewolf, but only in silhouette because they didn't want to pay a CG animator to do it. Yeah, and, but he does the most heinous magic of all, the most cursed and, and, magic. Yes, they immediately go. Well, Afterwards, it's not even yeah. a full moon, kid. Your dog can't be a werewolf. You fucking moron, you idiot. And so then he goes, "Well, fine. I'll just have to kill millions of people then. Watch the crescent moon become a full moon, and he rips the Earth around in its orbit." <laughs> He, he spins Force the Earth moon. so fast that it changes phases of the moon. And, well, and the judge is just like, wow, amazing. That's magic. Wow. This is it's like 30 seconds after he was like, oh, man, I have no power. <laughs> That's why I can't make my dog disappear behind this sheet. And now suddenly he can fucking change the course of the entire moon and like the Oh, my God. Anyway. So they let him back on the show because he killed a bunch of people again. Mm -hmm. and, and he's I mean, they, you hostage. have to acknowledge. What, what are you going to do? Are you going to deny him from going on the show and be responsible for the next mass extinction event this child causes? So, so Jeep heard about the moon thing and he's like, I have to stop this fucking kid. This is too far. I, I need to stop it. Oh my God. I've been trying. I finally have the key, but I need the book. He still has power. To stop his power. So he shows up at his house again and time freezes his mom and the dog. Mm -hmm. 
and and shows up in the hallway. He's like, "All right, kid, let's go. You're going down. You did the moon magic. That's forbidden." And the kid's like, "I'm gonna kill you with my magic." Oh, oh no, my magic. Ajeev's like, "Yeah, I have the key, which is sucking your magic from your soul." I'm Jeef, and I'm doing a big suck. Yeah, and then the kid's like, oh, that's weird, because I just have other magic that's unexplained and has a different power source for no reason. Ooh! Yeah, he levitates the book over and throws it at the guy, and the guy's like, oh my god, but but you don't have any magic power. How are you doing this? And I think the implication is that he's doing it through close-up magic. I but guess. we also Did know he, that this he put child strings on it, and he's like using fishing line or like. But we know the kid can't do that. He sucks. We at know it. he. Yeah. We know that he's bad at actual illusion magic, and he even needs to learn it later on because he, like in the next scene soon, he's going to have to learn actual prestidigitation, like actual yep. stage magic, because he's never learned it because he had the cheating powers of actual magic. So what does he use here? It's, oh my god. I don't know, but he, he tricks Chief into throwing the key by giving him the book. By giving him the book. Which explicitly told by Obi-Wan to never give him Redo. the book. Yeah. Uh, and then he uses the magic power of the key to banish Chief to hell with the book. With the book. Yeah, he throws the book to hell too. Yeah, he sends them both to hell or the mime dimension. It could be both. Could be either. Yeah, and now nothing is able to stop this child. Yep, nothing can stop this child. He's all powerful. So so the kid decides nobody should have this key power. And what does he do to get rid of it? He flushes it down the toilet. He flushes the key down the toilet where it will never, yep. ever be seen again. Hey, you're flushing keys down the toilet. We're having the house foreclosed on. I can't pay no. for a plumber. Don't flush keys down the toilet. What are you doing? It's the, Meanwhile, the his mom is locked out of the house yeah. in this scene. Yeah, just because she can't get lost in. the house before this. The house yeah. is already foreclosed on. It was foreclosed. It has a bank auction sign on it. And it's funny because, like, okay, so after the scene where he stops Jeef from saving the world... <laughs> <laughs> she, she's outside trying to get in and she's like oh no the the bank is selling the house i can't even get in anymore they changed the locks and she breaks down and she's crying and she's just sobbing and on the ground in the fetal position and it hard cuts to las vegas welcome everybody to the one million dollar challenge show Super happy here today. This is the <laughs> happiest I think anybody has literally ever been. <laughs> Best day ever. I'm dying. <laughs> it's the funniest fucking thing. Oh, so yeah. then he has to learn magic. The dog's like, well, the magic was in you the whole time anyway. Oh. And he figures out how to do stage magic in the, like, three hours that he has before the show. Yep. 
And also, all magic is sealed away, so he can't get to Vegas, except his magic is still there because he still has a magic portal in his closet, I guess. Although they don't actually show him go real there. Magic's in his heart, yeah. They just show him in his house in Arizona, and then suddenly in Las Vegas, and we don't know how he got there. I'm assuming the portal... Yeah, but, but he doesn't does exist anymore. He does a know. magic show, which is really lame, and then he copies a bunch of stuff from Penn and Teller, which is slightly less lame, but like it's not good enough in a way that Penn and Teller would have made it interesting, you know? No, it's it's the stuff that Penn and Teller do where it's like the sodden half trick, but like because like they'll do that and then they'll yeah. put a spin on it, and he just does the regular he trick. The it's just like basic ass magic. And, yeah. And the audience is like, yeah, it wasn't yeah, as good as that well, didgeridoo band, but yeah. Oh my god, there is a didgeridoo band in the background like a of this whole folk thing. Folk band. Is god, I forgot. I forgot that when it cuts to the talent show and it goes like, "Wow, we're the happiest we've ever been." Welcome to the Million Dollar Talent Show. <laughs> It does a montage of all of the finalists, and they're doing, like, twinkle, twinkle. It's real bad. Little star. Like, little children singing like that, and people doing bad magic tricks, and shit, like, oh god, it's just, it's a cavalcade of the worst most talentless people you've ever seen. And then and they, the Didgeridoo Folk Band. And then they do a Didgeridoo Folk like, Band, oh, which are the shit. obvious winners. Yeah, yep. So oh they, they God, go through, so like, third wild. place goes to some Kelly Clarkson knockoff, and then second place goes to... The Kid Magician! He fucking lost! You get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! Get the fuck out of here! Nobody likes magic! Like and the David million dollars goes to someone off. else completely, who's way Who better don't than even that see. fucking magician. We don't even see. They don't even reveal it. We know in yeah. our hearts, though, that it's the Didgeridoo band. I think. I hope it was the Didgeridoo folk band. It, you don't have to ass. hope. It, we can make it anything we want through the yep. magic inside of us, and it's the Didgeridoo band. So the, the kid goes back through his magic closet portal uh, to his home, I guess. And he hears, like, somebody downstairs and his mom's flirting with someone. He's like, oh, no. Do I have a new, new dad? Is it my stepdad? And he runs downstairs. But no, it's not a new stepdad. It's his real dad who's alive. And now, now I guess. Because and, he changed the yeah. timeline. But only it only happened now. And he's asking his mom, like, what about the foreclosure? He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I've been here with your very alive dad the whole time, dancing and kissing. So, I want, you always call call when you've called something. (laughs) I want to point out that when he went back in time, I was like, and it was like seven years, I'm like, okay, he's going to save his dad. And you're like, and nothing changed. And I'm like, no, 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 his dad is still saved. And you're like, well, how do they explain that at the end? I'm like, they won't. They'll just have him show up. And you're like, no, but they can't do that. I'm like, no, they will just have him show up at the end with no explanation, even though obviously the timeline would change. And you're like, but that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, if that's what they'll do, though, (laughs) and that's what they did. They did it. So so then he goes goes back to his bedroom, though, and he calls up Obi-Wan on his hologram phone. Mm-hmm. And and Obi-Wan's like, I know I said I would never see you again, but I really had to play a prank on you. I had to play a prank. Your dad's back. And he's like, but how is my dad back? Remember when you went back in time? 
before we figure out what, what changed, I need to show you this very graphic video of your dad dying in a car accident. To give oh you my God. Right. Multiple times. And we're going to zoom in on parts where uh, you could see the gore. Uh, and this is where he flew out the window. Do you window, notice how so. his lifeless body gets ejected from the car yeah. out yeah. through the windshield in slow motion? Let's just, let's just slow that down let's a just little watch bit this. more. Yeah, right, yeah. Now I'm going to add some background music to make it really dramatic. So it really sticks in your mind. And, and he's just watching this. He's like, okay. Yeah, like he replays the whole dad's death for this child. Like in <laughs> detail. Shows the yeah. dad get in the yeah. car accident and everything. See hey, would you like to see your father die? change the future I'm dying I'm dying <laughs> and then to afterwards like kid. okay you have it stuck in your mind so you'll always see it in your nightmares okay now now remember when you went back in time with that drunk driver that was the guy that crashed into him you saved his life that day and and the kid's like uh, why did it Wait until now, then. To change. Why did you and just like? Yeah. <laughs> and, and Obi Wan's like, "Oh yeah, sorry. There, the time tubes were clogged, and it took a little while. I guess my bad." Yep. What? <laughs> the time burst was delayed. And remember how we told you you could never ever fix this foreclosure situation or bring your dad back from the dead by traveling backwards in time? That was all a joke. We were lying to you. Anyway, we thought it would so be really you, funny if we gave later. you magic and the power to save your dad and your mom and then didn't let you do it as a prank. Now, this is like this is like a munchy prank. That's what this yes. is. It's a fucking munchy prank. Aww. They were just fucking with this kid. He could have saved his dad the whole time. Yeah, but and, nah. and, then, and then the kid's like, that's okay. Now I know magic and I have a dog and my dad's alive and we have a house still. It's the best. And it hard cuts to credits. And then after the credits, we see the key on the beach washed up from the toilet. We get a fucking Jumanji-ass and ending there could for be, this. Anybody could get cursed by this key to see their dad die for all eternity in their head. Yes, this Great. key for this book that he sent to hell. But you wouldn't need a key for it anymore anyway, because when he put the key in the lock, the lock disintegrated and was no longer on the book. Yep. So... Why do you need a the key? key? Is, Why do you need the key? Because the key gives you magic, not the book that you have to read to learn magic. What? <laughs> uh, let's read the dog. I guess, yeah. Ozzy. So we have Ozzy. Forsophrases. For, yes, it's his true name. His true name. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you say it too you many times. You can't speak it three times. Yeah, don't say it yeah, three times it in a row. summons a demon, though. I, Ozzy is the same dog from Santa Stole Our Dog, A Dog on Adventure. I think he uses the dog in all of his movies, actually. Uh, and I think the real dog's name is Little Bear, because he put it on the poster. <laughs> is Little Bear in. So he's trying to do, like, a, a Benji or an Air Bud thing or whatever, make a famous dog. I don't remember what I rated the dog in Santa Stole Our Dog, A Dog on Christmas. Because it's the same dog. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But but this dog, in this particular movie, uh, kind of stares creepily 
off screen all the time, not at anything in particular. And no, when it isn't doing that, it does talk, but only like moving the lips slightly upward and downward in a Photoshop way. Uh, it's a really bad effect. Yes. And none of it's very good. I, I think the dog doesn't really do anything other than like duplicate itself at some point. It, for some reason i yeah this is just like a very standard 10 out of 10 dog i'm not really impressed with this dog this dog is well trained in the way that they make it stay very very still so that yeah. they can cgi the mouth like that's that's one of the things with any of the dog movies that's something we don't actually talk about a lot with like super buddies and like all those Disney films and stuff too do the same thing. When they have the dogs talking like this with CGI, what they're doing is they're making the dogs stand as still as possible so that it's easier to animate their mouths. Yeah. And but they like they don't freeze the dog. They just get it to stay still because they want it still like move a little bit so it's kind of lifelike. But it means the dogs are just sitting there really creepily all the time and they don't have any action shots of the dogs doing things because they have to animate them. And it's, like I said, way easier to animate mm -hmm. if they're not moving around. Then you don't have to adjust for a whole bunch of stuff, which makes watching the dogs extremely unexciting because it is just a dog staring into the middle distance that has been told to stay. Right? Like it's a dog yeah, it's that just, it's boring. Some trainer is, yeah. goes, sit, stay, and then they hold on the dog while the actor does their thing for like three minutes, and the dog just sits there. It it's a cute dog. The dog's really cute. It's a nice little it, it's a very terrier, standard ten out of ten dog. Yeah. There's it's nothing a, it's a ten out of ten dog. Nothing interesting and nothing wrong with this dog. No. Uh, now it's the a other boy that it's staying so nicely. Yeah. The other dog we gotta rate is Chief. Chief Warlock. Warlock. Yeah, yeah, Jeff's yeah, yeah. Uh, father, Chief Warlock. He'd be really I, disappointed with his son. He he did it all of his best to... He sacrificed himself to lock away magic for all time so that this child could stop fucking with time and the moon and killing people. I, I love Chief. I love Chief so much. What a good boy. He's very good in this movie. He pulls pranks. He does magic. <laughs> he just Chief, sort of wanders around. Aimlessly. Chief sacrificed himself for us. Chief is very easily a 14 out of 10. What a good yes. dog. Yeah. What a hell of a movie. <laughs> this dude, like Brian Michael Stoller, I don't... He might be a genius. Uh, yeah, I'm coming around on his work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be honest, I might just be a fucking genius. Like, I uh, this is this is a film I would recommend to folks that do not like like studio movies that are just very clean and nothing mm -hmm. interesting happens. P people that are into like The Room and and Neil Breen movies and shit that's just weird. <laughs> I think that we found another Neil Breen is what we yeah. did. Like we have. From everything that we've seen from this man, all of it is incomprehensible in so on so many levels. Like you don't understand. Like how does this guy keep making movies? Who's giving him money? Who Michael works Jackson with him? Giving him money. Yeah, Michael Jackson right? was working with him. Right? Like he's and Dan he Aykroyd, is a apparently. character. 
Yeah, Dan Aykroyd wrote the foreword to his uh, book in in exchange for Brian Michael Stoller doing the foreword for his book about how ghosts are real and they fucked me. Yeah, and and his Crystal Skull Vodka. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. you gotta do that if you're gonna do one. Gotta drink an entire skull of vodka. (laughs) It's... Yeah, I, I'm so excited to check out some more of his movies because he also has a movie called First Dog. It's about yeah, the president dog, dog president. Movie. Yeah. So we'll we'll have yeah. to I think that we're going to have to go back to the Stollerverse. I had no idea when we first started this that we would end up in a bunch of movies from the guy that Santa stole our dog, and that I would like this one. Not not because it was good. No. Not because it was well done, not intentionally, but I, this is a movie to see. It's an experience. Uh, but yeah. Well, thanks for, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are Rough Cuts. You can catch us on Twitter at Rough Cuts Cast. Also email us if you have any suggestions for any films. I think we actually got a suggestion. I was recently, just going but, to say, we in fact uh, a, have an email. Uh, I was going to read it here. Uh, we were emailed one that was saying like have you all considered the new dc movie league of extraordinary pets i think i haven't seen much but what i have seen can i say that i noticed the xbox game before knowing it was a movie in theaters soon now (laughs) and i believe that it's soon i i think it's league of super pets uh which is like the um krypton or what is it crypto the dog that's an unfortunate name in current times but uh, that's about crypto and other Superman-themed animals, which are from, like, the 70s and 60s cartoons. Yeah, they, this has been a, a thing CG. before in the comics. They're making a new CG movie. It's not out yet. No, it's soon. If it's bad, I would be interested. But I have a feeling it might be too sterile. We'll see. Question. We'll see. But yeah, it, this we'll is see. from Abby. So this is an email from Abby, like I said. Um, and... Like I said, anyways, even if you all aren't interested, I still super mm-hmm. appreciate your podcast and haven't stopped wrecking at any time dog movies from my childhood I brought Aww. up. The conversation of which is surprisingly frequent. Uh, good vibes to y'all. The process isn't too draining on y'all. Stay safe. It can be extremely draining. I just wanted to address that. But it certainly wasn't today. Not today. Yeah, thank you so <laughs> much. Yeah. Last week, Day of the Animals. Whew. That one was rough. support us on patreon yeah make sure to do that if you are enjoying the podcast helps us keep keep the lights on helps us with hosting and renting films Uh, i paid money to watch this today um as usual yeah uh so anything that can help towards hard american dollars um (laughs) yeah yeah thank you very much for that email abby and thanks everybody for watching us and we will when we're on tiktok (laughs) Now, now that now that we're like those kids on TikTok, I I am I hello fellow kids. I am also on TikTok. Hello. We we might have some things to share from this movie. I would say. <laughs> oh man! All right, yeah, that's all I got. And then I found twenty dollars. Oh wow! A fifty dollar coupon. <laughs> oh whoa! Where'd whoa. you get fifty dollars? That instantly makes the story better. Wow. This is amazing.
My whole life ruined by dogs. But they're dogs. Just dogs.